Hello, and welcome to this evidence-based nursing podcast. I'm Roberta Heal. I'm an associate professor at Laurentian University in Ontario, Canada, and an associate editor of Evidence-Based Nursing. It is my great pleasure to welcome today Professor Keith Hill, who works at the School of Physiotherapy and Exercise Science, Curtin University in Perth, Western Australia. Today, we'll discuss research titled Impact of Fear of Falling and Fall History on Disability Incidents Among Older Adults, a prospective cohort study by Makino and colleagues. Welcome, Dr. Hill. Please begin by introducing yourself and your current role to our listeners. Thanks, Roberta. Well, my background is as a physiotherapist. I've had just on 30 years of experience as a physiotherapist, initially working uh, as a clinician, undertaking my PhD, which was evaluating falls in older people in 1998. And since then, have been uh, transitioning more to doing research and currently full-time research looking at uh, a range of issues affecting older people, but with a very strong focus on falls prevention. So would you then start by giving some background to the issue of fear of falling with older adults? First of all, perhaps to describe a little bit about what fear of falling is. Fear of falling is a loss of confidence uh, in the ability to do activities such as walking, showering, climbing stairs without falling. So it's, it, it's, a, it's that loss of confidence that is the major issue. The fear of falling is a, is a common consequence of falls and so we often think about it after a fall but one of the things that's becoming increasingly evident and, and was a feature in this paper is that fear of falling can occur without a fall having been the contributor or the cause of the fear of falling developing. It's very often not recognised though. Fear of falling uh, is often missed by health professionals uh, because they're often more focused on whether or not an injury has occurred with a fall um, and so tend not to look at the fear of falling, which can often develop perhaps a few days or weeks or months after a, a fall has occurred. The other challenge that we've got, so health professionals don't often look for fear of falling, but also older people don't often think about fear of falling being a problem. They, they might recognise that they've got some fear and uh, that it is an issue for them, but they'll often just think that it's, it's the effect of age and that there's nothing can be done about it. So for both older people and for health professionals, I think this is a, an under-recognised area of practice. And the reason that we're most concerned about fear of falling is that the common response to fear of falling for an older person is that they will limit the activities that they're doing. So where they might have previously taken the stairs, they might take the elevator. And all of that over time actually results in reduced balance, reduced muscle strength, and actually increases the risk of falling, which is counter to what the older person's aiming to do. They're aiming to reduce their risk of falling by not exposing themselves to so many activities that cause them fear, but they're actually increasing their risk over time. It's certainly a significant issue. And in this case, what did the researchers investigate? The researchers uh, uh, evaluated a large sample of over 5,000 people. They were people aged over 65 living at home. And at the time of commencement of the study, these people had no disability. So probably the primary focus of this paper wasn't 
so much on fear of falling. It was on the development of disability that fear of falling was one of the other things they looked at, as was falls. And so they followed this sample of over 5,000 people up for about four years on average. And at the end of the four years, they looked at which ones of these uh, uh, older people developed disability and what was the association of the development of disability with falls and a fear of falling. What conclusions then were made by the authors of the paper? So they found, I think, some fairly interesting results. Firstly, 10% of the sample developed disability over four years. So that in itself is, is a moderate uh, concern because the onset of disability has uh, considerable implications for the older person and their family and also from the, the health and service system. They also found that fear of falling was extremely common. So 43% of the sample developed fear of, uh, had fear of falling and that was with or without falls occurring in that four year period. So interestingly though, the largest uh, group of that, that uh, group of people with fear of falling were a group who did not have a fall. Uh, as I said before, we often think that falls are the cause of fear of falling, but in this sample, many people who developed fear of falling did not have a recent fall. They then looked at uh, two subgroups. Uh, well, they looked at four different subgroups, but interestingly, uh, they were looking at what combination of falls and fear of falling were associated with the onset of disability after the four years. And the two groups that were strongly associated with the onset of disability were those who had fear of falling and falls and those who had fear of falling and no falls. So fear of falling was the common element uh, among those who uh, developed disability. Uh, in terms of do I agree with those findings? Yes, I, I think this was a, a well-conducted large study um, and it reinforces some of what we see, particularly in those services that are specialised in looking at older people with falls risk, um, such as falls clinics where I've worked uh, over a number of years. Um, and so I, I think that the, the results are very important. The one that was probably most uh, interesting was the very strong association with the onset of disability. This uh, is something that hasn't been uh, seen in previous research and I think is an important finding that needs more work. It really appears that the consequences of a fall are key to the issue of fear of falling in older adults. And overall then, what do you feel are the implications for practice related to these findings? Probably the biggest implication from my perspective is the need to identify the presence of fear of falling. Um, as I mentioned, it, it clinically, uh, when a person goes to see a, a general practitioner or a, another health professional like a physiotherapist, even if they've had a fall, often the question is not asked, you know, are you afraid of falling? Have you lost confidence since the fall? And even if a fall hasn't occurred, if, if an older person is changing their activity level or perhaps starting to use a walking aid when they never used to walk and use a walking aid, that's probably an indication that there, there is a loss of confidence going on and it should be investigated. So what I'd suggest is a very good starting point is for 
health professionals who are working with older people who have any concerns that uh, fear of falling may be developing is to ask the question. In this study, they just asked a single question, which was, are you afraid of falling? And that's a useful start, but it's a fairly uh, gross question in terms of it doesn't give a lot of information and fear of falling can vary uh, depending on a, the situation that a person's in. So an older person who is uh, stays within their own home, has their furniture set up uh, so that they are feeling safe in their home, might report that they have no fear of falling. Whereas as soon as they walk out the front door, go down to the shopping centre, they may report high levels of fear of falling. So what we would suggest is if there is a, an answer of yes, or if there's an indication of possible fear of falling, is that a, a questionnaire should be used. And there's some, some brief questionnaires on fear of falling. Probably the most commonly used one is the Falls Efficacy Scale International. It's a seven item questionnaire, but it asks about those different situations. So you get a far better picture of whether fear of falling is, or is not present. And why that's important is that then we could look at uh, introducing an intervention. And interventions, one of the common things we find that can help with fear of falling is just doing an exercise program that targets balance and mobility. And if we can improve balance and mobility, very often fear of falling will improve as well. It's interesting. I'm, I live in Canada, and although it's the end of October, we've already had snow and ice. So I think we all have fear of falling in this, <laughs> in this area. Um, however, moving forward, I'm wondering what kind of research or what research areas you think would be important? I think there's probably two things that come to mind from this research and thinking about what happens clinically. The first one is around translation of the research into practice. And so I think uh, this study highlights the importance of getting clinicians, doctors, uh, physios and so on, asking the question about fear of falling uh, and evaluating the impact of that. But probably most important would be, if, because this study looked at the onset of disability, um, while we do have studies that suggest that uh, by training balance and mobility, we can reduce fear of falling, we haven't taken that the next step to see whether we can reduce disability. And I think that that would be an important interventional study uh, because of the significant impact of disability on the older person uh, and their, their family. I agree. And I'm wondering that if listeners can take one thing away from a po this podcast, what do you think it should be? I'd probably divide that up into a message for older people and a message for health professionals. Um, the message for older people is if, if you're experiencing a loss of confidence and starting to reduce your activity, then see a doctor or other health professional and, and talk to them about that to see whether there's something that can be done rather than just accepting it. If you're a health professional uh, working with older people, then be vigilant in looking for the presence of fear of falling, even if a fall hasn't occurred. And if it is identified, then look at interventions such as uh, balance and, and uh, mobility exercise interventions uh, to try to improve that fear of falling and get the confidence back. Great, thank you. I'd like to express my gratitude to Dr. Keith Hill for this contribution to Evidence-Based Nursing Podcasts. 
Podcasts can be found on the evidence-based nursing website at ebn.bmj.com. Have a great day.